Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. This is going to be a really fun day for me because I'm going to share with you how I end my year and prepare for the upcoming year. Yes, It is only November, but it is the time that you begin your process, I believe, in looking at how the year went and doing this without judgment. You know, I mean, so many of us would look at that and go, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. But no, don't do that. What I want you to do is look at the year. And know that you have succeeded at the best you could do this year. You did your best. So we're going to review some of the processes that I use in creating my transition. Because we're talking about transition. I'm going to give you some techniques that you can use to help you in this process. And then also, I'm going to share with you one of the methods that I use to help me prepare for transition. You know, excuse me, it's, it's always much easier to do your transition with a guide. And that guide can be a coach, can be a gifted, uh, friend can be somebody that will help you share and bounce off ideas about how your life might look. Now, one of the processes I use is inner reflection, which is we all have that. It may mean that we need to sit quietly. We need to touch with our source of energy, our source of faith. It could be your God. It could be whatever you use as your power support. That's where we always begin because it's the inner knowing of who we are that makes us, makes us grow and helps us grow. You know, nobody, somebody said, now if you remember who quoted this, no man is an island. Let's turn that into no woman is an island. All right. We all need our community to help us transition, to keep us strong as we move through different ideas, as we transition ourselves from one of being stuck, from one of living in a box, so we never really quite 
get outside ourselves so that we know the many possibilities that we have. So I'm going to offer a woman that I just finished a wonderful weekend with um, a workshop that she did. Her name is Edwin Gaines. Um, Edwin has been doing coaching and, and um, support for so many people, individuals in all different genres, all different industries. Um, but I went there as a coach, how to feed me how to help me transition and help others transition in their lives. As you know, Second Wind is all about mastering the transition story. Every week, I have a guest that will be part of your transition. Either a woman who has faced such difficulty in her life, she thought life was impossible. Life with Prosper was definitely impossible. And then facing her own um, darkest nights, her challenges, really having that defining moment that gave her that energy to be able to move forward in her life. That's what Second Wind was based on giving you the options to open your mind, to reach out, to know that we each have more than what we face today. We have more possibilities to grow. So that's, a, that's the show in a nutshell for you. I hope that you will find this valuable. I know you've got to find it valuable because there are just so many tools. I've borrowed some of Edwin Gaines's tools that she shares in her book, um, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, A Simple Guide to Unlimited Abundance. Now, you can buy Edwin Gaines, Edwin, E-D-W-E-N-E, Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S. You can buy her book on Amazon. And you have... Also, the added convenience of being able to go to her YouTube channel and actually see Edwin teach her message. So use those tools. Use the very words that she says to help you grow. Okay, let's get started. I sort of jumped into accessing where you are right now. One of the important things I will always say to you is that we cannot change yesterday. We can only change going forward. Now, one of the real things that will keep us playing small and keep us from progressing is the doubts and fears of what yesterday created. So we may be dealing with shame. I spent too much money. I, sp I spent all the money I had. I haven't managed my money well, or I'm just, I just don't have the education. I can't go forward. I just don't have it. How am I going to feed my children? All of these doubts and fears are things that will keep us from moving forward in our life. Now, one of the things that 
my friend does, Edwin does, at the end of each one of her workshops. And this is past because she's now making her own transition. She's been doing it for over 25, 30 years. And so now she is changing how she's going to go forward in her life. She's been very successful because of some principles that I'm going to share with you that are in her book. And she talks about them on her YouTube channels. So when those doubts and fears come up, she pushes you. She ends each of her workshops with a firewalk. I said firewalk. F-I-R-E-W-A-L-K. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to give you a brief description. I don't even know if I could Google it and find out so you can see a a video of what a firewalk is. But it is actually where you are walking on coals of fire. They build, build a fire and, um, let the fire burn down. It's built with wood. Um, and it takes about two and a half hours to build down. So when you're when we were at, at Edwin's location, which was in Valley Head, Georgia, we would it was really used as sort of a spiritual experience. So we would go down, we would put all of our doubts and fears. Yes, we all have doubts and fears. No matter how much we've studied, no matter how much we've worked, we're all going to face our fears and doubts as we move forward because they're the things that keep us from moving forward if we allow them to. So we go down to the fire as it's being built. We bless each piece of wood pressed on it putting our own personal doubts and fears, putting our forgiveness into the pieces of woods as they're handed to us and we hand them off to the fire builders. Then these fire builders, which are four women in this case, build the fire. We go back to the house to work on our doubts and fears, make a list. We put them all on a piece of paper And then we burn them. We release them so that we can give ours. It's the actual process of maybe forgiving ourselves, letting go. We have to let go to make change occur. And then two and a half hours later, the fire is, is burned down and the coals are raked out so there is a bed, a smooth bed that you walk on. Now, the The bed of coals actually is about 1,236 degrees Fahrenheit. So it is very hot. But there is a mind shift that you are able to do that is amazing, that allows you to walk on that bed of coals without burning your feet. You have to believe that you will not be burned. You have to believe that you've got the ability. Even in the Bible, it says you can walk on fire and not be burned. If you believe. And so the process is. So that night, as we all circle the fire and 
decide when it's our time to walk across the embers. We did that and walk as many times as we want to until it's time for us to quit. And so anyway, it's a wonderful process. I encourage you to go to YouTube. I love all of the things that are available on YouTube. But I want you to, the whole purpose of the firewalk is to show us, demonstrate to us that we have the power to overcome our doubts and fears. And that's what it takes to transition your life, to move forward in your life. So I share that only because it seems so um, unbelievable that you could walk on that hot of fire and not be burned. Now, some of you may say out there, well, why would anyone want to do that? I mean, that sounds ridiculous. Well, it is the practice that is, is very powerful in showing me, and see, sometimes I can be very stubborn, and I think I can build up a lot of resistance. But if I can walk on that fire and not be burned, oh my gosh, think what I could do. That's the message you walk away with. Now, you're never to do a firework without a trained uh, firework builder. So don't be doing crazy stuff. But um, if you ever have the opportunity, check it out. See if it's possible. And that's the whole possible for you to be there to do that. Um, my very first firewalk, I actually was visiting friends South Carolina and found somebody that was doing uh, firewalks. And he had been with Tony Robbins for many years. And so, anyway, that's the process. There, It's available out there. Some people, Tony did them as part of his workshops for many years, and he may still do um, the firewalks with his working, his teaching, but strictly as a teaching tool to let you know that your limitations, your beliefs are what stop us and that we need to face all those fears. Now, as Edwin shares with us, those fears never go away. They just get less powerful. We may have a little twinge of self-doubt, but the, we know we can overcome them because we've accomplished a lot and we've walked on fire. Simple, simple demonstration, but not so easy when you look at those coals and you start to walk. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you so you all know that I'm totally crazy. We'll do that. <laughs> but it's so powerful and so is so beneficial to me in helping me move through some of my blocks. So we're going to talk a little bit about what Edwin's book is about. Um, she has, it's four laws of prosperity. One of the very first things she talks about is tithing and giving. She believes that there is a law that is firm and cannot be broken and that we give 10% of our money that we receive to those that feed us. Now, that can be your church or your temple or wherever you are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all of your feeding is done there. She believes in personal tithing to individuals that 
give you support to um, people you just come across, um, perhaps a waitress that has lifted your spirits that day, that is giving you real uh, nurturing that you needed for support in a, one day. I mean, simple things like that. Now, law number two is getting clear about your goals. And so we are going to spend some time today because when you go into 2019 or the new year, you want to have created your goals. And that's when you need to be doing them next month is in December. Yes, it is the rush hubbub busiest time of the year because we're trying to reach out and please other people. We go to parties. We have all this going on. But it is also one of the time that you need to prepare yourself, need to be in reflection so that you will create those goals. And we're going to talk about the goals. How do you move forward doing that? The third law is the forgiveness and worthiness. Hmm. Yep, forgiveness. That's a big one. Sometimes it takes some real um, self-reflection. Um, it takes a lot of letting go of those people that have hurt us because they, at the time, same time, were struggling with their lives. And um, sometimes victims hurt victims. Um, it's big when we have gone through a divorce uh, that we have a difficult time forgiving that spouse that um, perhaps didn't act with love. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't experience a very um, um, mutual, happy divorce. I think there are a few people that do, and those that are able to do that, I, I might, I applaud them because leaving a marriage, leaving a significant time with somebody that you've had children, you've built a home, you've lived with for years, leaving that memory with a happy whole, uh, memory is very important. It allows you to move on easier. Sometimes we have to do that forgiveness on our own and send the forgiveness to the person. I know I'm asking a lot here, but I think that's well shared in Edwin's messages that she has on YouTube and also in her book. And then the fourth law is finding exactly why you are here on earth. Each of us chose a, pur a purpose before coming or while we're here. And our purpose rests on the fact that it is something we love to do. It is something that we find great joy in. And it is something that can be serving to others. Because if they see that our life is full of happiness and joy, we are a great model to them. It's a wonderful thing to see, to be with somebody that is full of joy. It's like they're, they're, uh, they're like magnets. We love to be with them. 
We love to share time with them. And by sharing time with them, it also helps to raise our spirits up, our energy up. And the higher our energy goes, the more beneficial we are to ourselves and to others. So we talk about purpose. Now, (laughs) there's a big um, misstatement about purpose. Sometimes we think purpose has to be grandiose, like I'm conquering the world. And there are those people that that's their purpose. And that's good. Um, But there are also those that their purpose is to provide a harmonious, love-filled marriage and home for their family. Or their purpose is to take care of some um, senior citizens. They find called to do that. They find called to work with children in some way. And it's like they're called because that makes them happy. That's what the call is, that you find within yourself such happiness that you want to stay and spend your time doing that work. I found great calling and great happiness in helping with the Children's Museum in Tyler, Texas. It was during the time when um, small hands-on museums were thought possible. And we, I, Tyler is a rural part of East Texas. And so I was so, I had two children myself at that time, about the age of a hands-on museum. And I felt the call to be involved with that museum. It was like a passion. I can't tell you how exciting it was for me to be part of the building process. Of course, it wasn't just me. It was a community of people that wanted this to be part of our, our community here. So I found so much pleasure and still find pleasure in supporting that facility because of the purpose it it gives for families. As we find the family unit breaking down in so many places, it gives a place for a family together time. It also gives a place for children to appreciate science and interactive play with other children. It's just a great resource. I hope if you're close to a children's museum, live in a big city, or have to drive 50 miles, maybe 30 miles for a day out, that you might consider going to a children's museum for your children. They'll love it. And particularly in this holiday season, it's just a wonderful way to share the importance of togetherness, to laugh together, to see the fun in having a family to support you. Children can go back to these museums numerous times. We as adults go, oh, well, been there once, don't need to go back. But children love to repeat and repeat and repeat. And that's what they will get when they each time they go back to the museums. So I really encourage you to search out facilities like that. Um, when we come back, I'm going to get into some of the specifics of how you can start creating your goals. We're going to start with what gives you pleasure. How do you, what do you like to do? 
Goals should be things that you really want to accomplish. I know in business, I used to, they've always faced us with, what are your goals? What are your goals? And the goals were heavy. The decision to make goals seemed heavy to me. But with working with Edwin, she offers them as only things you love to do should you be asked to do in your daily life. Now, the thought behind that is when you're doing what you love to do, don't you spend time? Don't you get lost in it? Don't you just spend hours? I love to entertain. So setting a table, I can actually go off on a daydream, looking at this, preparing this, creating this illusion, the centerpiece, the table setting. I know it sounds crazy, but I have such pleasure in doing that. So I enjoy to do that. That's where I continue to do, even in my new life as a single woman. It's so much fun to have my family over, to have friends over, to express my love and joy through providing a beautiful table setting and a beautiful evening and delicious food, which is all about Thanksgiving, right? We are in that season next, in about two or three days, we get into the Thanksgiving season to me. It's already started. Matter of fact, Christmas has already started in some yards. They've got their Christmas lights out. But in this, um, Thanksgiving was really created as an appreciation by the pilgrims, you know, when they came to the United States. Flash, not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. Canada has a different one. Europe doesn't have one. Um, and when I first went abroad, that was a surprise to me. So, because we had gone at Thanksgiving. So anyway, as you prepare for your Thanksgiving meal, I hope it is with, not if it's not with family, I hope it is with family, but if family has to go see the other relatives, then you will prepare to call somebody into your house or get together with your friends so that you will be eating someplace. Don't be eating by yourself. There's so many people that want loved ones and friends around. So that's up to you to get that dinner all sorted out. Invite somebody. Go to a senior senior community. There's just so many people out there that need love and would like your support. So now we're going to a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to start with the 10 simple steps that you will need to start your goals. And I want you to come back and be reflecting over that over this brief break. What do you love doing? So when we be back, I will continue helping you develop your goals.
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking about you. I really want you to look at your year this year, your new year, and create, consider it a journey of inspired growth. Um, it all comes from you. You can be so many things, and it's that making that transition from living in the box. Do you know what I mean, living in the box? Where we're so used to doing the same thing over and over and over. We have the same problems. We have the same friends. We have the same everything. Why not live outside the box? Why not make a decision to do something you've always wanted to be doing? Now, in the first segment, I talked about Edwin Gaines. E-D-W-E-N-E, spells it very, very different, Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S, and the four spiritual laws of prosperity. This is a simple guide to unlimited abundance. Now, who doesn't want more abundance in their life? I've got my hand raised, and I bet you do, too. Abundance with love, abundance with money, abundance with um, a new job, abundance in anything that you desire. But she says there are four laws. And so I encourage you to get her book and start reading it. It's on Amazon. Um, Also, you can actually hear her talking on YouTube. She's a most unusual woman, and the message she delivers is absolutely delightful, as she does it with her Georgia accent. So you will find her very enlightening. She is also a minister of uh, the Unity Church. So most of the speaking is done in a Unity meeting, and so are gathering. And so anyway, 
it's a great resource for you. So I'm using some of her teaching tools to help you today. And we're starting on actually in November. Yes, because you want to have all this decision making done by the end of December so that you start off very fresh in January with a new direction. Um, she always starts with 10 steps to successful achievement. Now, you need to be carrying around a little notebook, a piece of paper. Take some quiet time. Ask yourself, either walk outside or reflect with music or whatever creates your quiet time. And go inside and ask what you would really like to do. What do you love to do? Yes, you can use your talents because we all have talents. You know, some people come with the artist talent. They can draw something awesome. Um, and I just draw stick people, you know, but I have other great qualities. And so make a list, use those talents but use those talents to spend your time in helping you create goals because we want to work and play in areas that we achieve. We know they're our talents, so we can very easily create passions around them. And passions give us purpose, and they give us energy, and that's what we want to progress. So... Choose 12. So I want you to get a little notebook and I want you to list 12 things that you most desire in your life. Some people are challenged by this. Some of us can just rattle them off. I want to go on this trip to Israel next year. And so you're going to write this down and you're going to say when you want to go. You're going to put a deadline date on it. So you're going to write 1 through 12 on the left of a piece of paper. And you're going to start these goals. Now, I'm not kidding. That is one of my goals. I'm putting down, I want to go to Israel in 2019. And I have actually have a date. I've looked into groups. I've done my prep work. I've actually started the process. So we're going to be very specific because by being specific, we also limit, give ourselves deadline dates. And as we're approaching, we know we have to do some prep work. So I've done my prep work. I've found my trip that I want to go on. Actually, I've even put a down payment on it. Because up until a certain time, I had the flexibility of getting that money back from the travel group. So I've made some serious steps. Some other steps that you might that you might want. I want a career. Now sometimes if you're starting from zip zero, it takes time. So you're not going to be a PhD by the end of the year, but you could have achieved one course 
if you know you want to be a teacher, if you know you want to be a professional in another way, a doctor, whatever it could be, you need to start the process. And maybe you start by a course that takes you there. You can certainly go to your TJ, to your junior colleges, to your colleges in your area, find out a course, put a completion date. That's a way of starting the process. Now, I've asked you to do 12 of those. So it's going to take some thought. It's going to take some time. So that's the reason we start in November and process all the way through December so that they are complete. Now, you need to be open and receptive to change. Change is one of the biggest fears and challenges we have. Who likes to be uncomfortable? If I could see the hands you would see, I, in the beginning, did not like to be uncomfortable. It's very normal. We like routine. But with change comes new beginnings. And it's just getting used to the change. Now, sometimes it's hard for us to identify the change. So daily, we need to ask for power to change ourselves in order to achieve my goals? What do I need to change to achieve my goal? And I want you to read these goals daily, morning and evening, always keeping them present in your mind because it's the brain constantly hearing that goal that will help you achieve it. One of the, um, have you ever, I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever wanted a car and you started thinking about the specific car that you wanted? The color. So you have the brand, the color, and you start thinking about how you'd like this car. And all of a sudden, you start seeing that car every place you look. There's that car. There's that car. Reminding you that's the car you want. What happens in our brain is that there is actually, it's called a reticular, um, oh, I'm going to miss this, ROI, optic I, ROI. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I should have had that. But um, it's a, a brain function that once you actually have a picture of it in your brain, in your mind, it becomes a reality. That's all you think about. And it's that frequently thinking that helps it to become a reality. I hope I explained that. If you still have questions about it, look up uh, ROI in the brain and you will get your explanation that may be clearer than what I explained to you here.
So we want to read the goals three times in the morning and three times in the evening. And we also want to, with that reading, is that we want to imagine, find the image. Now, you can read them three, that you say, oh, that sounds really monotonous to read three times in the morning, three times in the evening. Well, what you can do is write them on three by five cards and place them on your mirror in the bathroom, place them on the refrigerator in the kitchen, place them on your dashboard in your car. These are way of keeping your goals ever present in your mind. It's not just physically sit down, read them three, because you must read them with enthusiasm. You must really feel the excitement of driving that new car, how proud you will be as you drive down and you wave at your neighbors, hi, I'm driving my new car, and they like it, and they say back, how great that car looks. So you have a whole story there. Many times the vision, the actual vision, is created in your mind each time you read your card that's in the bathroom, in the kitchen, by your bed, in your dressing room, wherever. So that you're getting in that daily practice of using the brain to help you get what you want. Another thing I always do in January, if you're in this area, is I'm going to do a vision board workshop. The vision board workshop is where you actually create with pictures what you want as your goal next year. It's a tool to help you get your goal for next year. And so I love to do vision workshops because the energy is so wonderful. Everybody is excited. They're, they're creating their dreams. They, they put pictures and they put words and they, they create this big board. I do it on post poster board. And they put it in a prominent spot in their house. Now, Jack had a smaller one that he sells. You can look up vision boards um, on Amazon. You'll find all different explanations of how to create a vision board. You, you, it's kind of about creating. It's very artsy. So you love the creation using the pretty pins, using stickers, just making it a fun activity. I have it as a class, but, and it's kind of helped people get into the mood of creating something like the vision board. But there's also some that offer them on the internet. So there's resources out there for you. Someday I'll offer it on the internet, but presently I do not. But it would be a great way to start your year. I have mine in January where everybody has kind of gone through their process. They've had their Christmas fun. And now it's back to, let me see how I'm creating my year. So that is what I recommend. You do the cards. You read them daily, three times in the morning, three times in the evening, because you've placed them all over your house. And you put them in prominent places that you walk by a hundred times a day. You imagine yourself achieving the goal. 
So there's a difference. You have the dates. You imagine yourself on the date that you're on your trip. I will imagine myself in in Israel going down the street with my tour guide to help me process my image. You don't necessarily need to tell all your friends. It's not like, I'm going to do this, and then maybe it doesn't happen that year. Maybe it takes a process of years to save the money. They go on the trip. Maybe something falls through. You can't don't have the money. So then it becomes the goal for the next year. It's never a failure. It's a learning experience if that happens. It's always a learning experience, never a failure. So I really recommend that if you just must tell somebody, tell it to your soul spirit. Tell it to very few people so that it is something you are working on together. And this list of 12 that you will achieve, you may not achieve all of them next year, but you will achieve them. You cross off those that haven't developed in 2019 and replace them with other new ones. Those that have come true, you mark those off and put others in their space. You should always have at least 12 goals working. They're not always jobs, but they're things you love to do in the area that you want to grow. Now, this is your first step. So making this list of happy, fun things that you really want to accomplish in your life. They may be accomplished in 2019, or it may be accomplished in 2020. I don't know where you start. But the important thing is that you start, and this is where you start. And you do the the support work by tithing to those things that give you soul nourishment, forgiveness, and this one may take some work, ladies, and find your divine purpose. All four of these items are part of the transition in the two living abundant lives. I really encourage you to order your copy of Edwin Gaines' book, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, so that you can better understand the purpose of those four. Tithing, when we don't have enough money, is a difficult one to do. So, you need to understand the purpose of tithing. Forgiveness is sometimes difficult to forgive those who have openly and repeatedly taken advantage of us, hurt us, caused us to doubt ourselves, caused us to 
think we're less than we that we're less than we are, then we're not worthy to have abundance. Oh my, that's difficult. And those two are very big. So it's going to take work. And it's going to take going inside. And it's going to be whatever you need, whatever that is to face that fear and open yourself. It's letting go. It's all about letting go. I spent last weekend with a group of, of people, as I said, but I noticed two friends that I joined there, how gracious and generous they were. And I learned a valuable lesson in how generosity looks. I think I'm generous, but in looking at them, I think there's so many ways I'm not. And it was such a great lesson for me because they gave with time, they gave with food, <laughs> they gave with money, and they gave with love. And oh my, that is a awesome giving person to be around. You immediately feel so complete and so happy to be in that environment. So, all right. Now we are approaching the end of our hour, and I really want to speak to this. If you are a single woman, if you've experienced loss of some sort, loss of husband, loss of marriage, loss of children, it's your responsibility to step up, to find that support person that you're going to be with this Thanksgiving. Don't sit at home alone. Yes, you may say, I need to mourn. I need to be sorry. I need to feel the sadness. But I think you also need to feel complete. You need to laugh because life goes on. And that is the first step in allowing you to go on. Do not sit at home alone. There are so many people out there that could use your talents, your generous generosity, your love. So make plans now. It's just two days away. And then, then I am going to really push you here. I think it's really, really, really important that if you're making these 12 goals that you want to achieve, that you work with a guide. And that guide is a coach, a professional coach that's going to help you move through to achieve. Now, that coach does not have to be me. I'd love it if it were, but it does not have to be me. Any coach that you resonate with is the coach you need to work with. That is the woman that's going to help you move through. That is the woman or the guy that's going to help you achieve those goals. It takes a community to move forward. And so I really encourage you that in this world that has so many support people today, coaching is very, very accessible for anybody. And it's, it's the first step of building the support system. Now, I do want you to stay in touch with me on Second Wind. I'm looking forward to you being here next year. 
because we have lots to do and we have wonderful guests that we are planning already, filling up the calendar so that you can come back and listen to more awesome women. I'm going to be looking at those things that a woman that is single again would need to help build her, her resources so that she moves through her life effortlessly. You know, I I wrote the book, Effortlessly Happiness. Effortless Happiness. Sorry, can't even say it. I want you to order your copy. And if you have trouble doing the values, determining your values, all you have to do is text me. All you have to do is send me an email, and we'll hop on the phone, and we'll get that worked out. Because you've got to know, you can start with where you are. Who are you? What do you want out of your life? And what are those values that are guiding you inwardly? How did you get those values? And why are they running my everyday life? And where are they causing me problems? That's why I wrote the book. In my own transition, I had to use this practice. Because nobody had ever asked me what my values were. I knew I I was honest, you know, but I never knew the importance of having beautiful things around me. That's really important to me. And so I choose to live that way. It's amazing. We are amazing human beings. We are, we come to earth with so much promise. Our birth families kind of make us adjust to their living style and help us create doubts and fears and we forget to believe that we are unique. We are worthy to live a life that is beyond what you and I presently think sometimes. Well, you know, it's coming to the end of the hour and I would really be most appreciative if you would let me know if there is any particular thing that you would like with the new year you can always get me at secondwindwithjoyce at gmail.com I would love to hear from y'all I don't know if you ever do that but it's really important sometimes to give your guide some direction what do you need What's the next thing you want to address? Would you like to have a dating coach on? How about somebody that's been on Match.com? If that's where you are and that's what you're needing, then let me know that. Um, I like to have coaches to give you options to find, to connect with those people that resonate with you. Yes, I'm a coach. But I can't have you all as much as I would love to. I just can't. So I would love for you to meet somebody online that gives you that special feeling that helps you want to work with them. I need a coach. Everybody needs a coach. I'm going to play a bigger game next year as well. So preparing for that journey is your important decision. In 2019. As usual, 
I'm always kind of sad when we come to the end of the hour because I love visiting with you. And I hope that this also was a way for you to grow today, a tool that you could put in your toolbox that's going to help next year be really, really your best. So as we move forward, please take the time to go to YouTube, to buy the Edwin Gaines' book, to buy Joyce Buford's book on effortless happiness, and start to know your values. That's where you start, with yourself. Ask for guidance from your source of energy and for a coach. Find that person. So I thank you for being here today. It is always a pleasure for me to take this time to share with you. So thank you for being here today. And if you have time, share this with somebody if you found it beneficial. So till next week, have a great week. Got lots to do. Thank you. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 